Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. One night is all that stands between them and freedom. This is my kind of place. But it's going to be one hell of a night. Welcome to Syndicate, a film and TV podcast. From our screens to your watch list, we gather to share and discuss your next favorite. Join us as we want you to spend less time scrolling and more time watching. And now, here's your host, Armand Haddad. Welcome to another episode of Syndicate. Today is the season finale of the Grindhouse season. <clears throat> and we watched from dusk Till Dawn mm-hmm. from 1996. So before we get started, I am joined by Motley Crew around the Cinematic Roundtable today. The first is a local podcaster, Aaron Julian. Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. Always a pleasure, Armand. Yes. And I'm not just saying that. Like, I, I genuinely, I look forward oh. to each time that I'm on. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for taking time off of your Star Wars podcast, WSTR, Galactic Public Access, to talk about this film. Like it's it's a it's a doozy of a movie. But before we go any further, Doug. Hi. The screenwriter, the horror screenwriter, aficionado. Welcome back to Syndicates. Always glad to be back. Always look forward to these things, just like you, Aaron. Oh, Doug. You're too kind. <laughs> and of course, last but not least, Diego. Welcome back, the local graphic designer, the creative mind behind many things. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I'm uh, I'm excited to be here, and uh, I'm you know I'm looking forward to talking about the movie. Awesome. So let's get into it. So I I saved this because like one I never saw this movie before, and mm-hmm. two I've heard many things about this movie, and going into it, my mind was taken on a ride. My mind was blown. So like, what were our first impressions of this movie? Aaron, I'll start with you. Oh, it's, 
it's hard to talk about this movie without going into spoilers. Um, but my first impressions are this is a wild ride that never goes where you think it will. And once it clicks into place, like what this movie is actually about and what it's doing, um, it's so satisfying in that way. Um, and this is, is basically like a popcorn flick of a popcorn flick. It is where Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's not trying to do anything too like heady or sophisticated or like say something about the human condition. Um, it's, it's basically just, uh, a a thrill ride of a movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's, perfect just kind of schlocky entertainment which right. is exactly what a grindhouse movie should be exactly yep. and i think it's because of the director robert rodriguez now diego we just did an episode where we went through his mexico trilogy mm-hmm. which was el mariachi desperado and once upon a time in mexico mm-hmm. so like to you watching this movie mm-hmm. is this in line with like his style uh <laughs> uh not Quite. I think um, what is within his style is the. Uh, I would definitely say just like the, it catches you off guard. You know, you're not yeah. quite. You don't really know what's going to happen next because it kind of leads you astray in a good way, mm-hmm. and it kind of sets up your expectations to be exceeded. So, that's, that's true. Say. That is true, and I wasn't the only one that saw this for the first time today, Doug. Oh yeah, you saw this for the first time. Oh, like yeah. did it exceed your expectations? What were you expecting going into this? I was like, watch dust uh, from dust till dawn. Don't do any research. Yeah, I did. So I did no research, and while watching this film, I totally forgot that I watched the TV show. <laughs> and I was a, like, I wow, I'm recognizing that. a lot of beats here. And then I was like, wait a second, here they remade this. They made it into a TV show. Hmm. Um, so I kind of knew ex- a little bit of what to expect, but it still was just. It's, I, I watched it, and I was. Yeah. I was uh, offended. I mean, there was times where I was offended. There was times where I was just like, that's disgusting. There's times I was like, that is so cool. I couldn't look away. Mm-hmm. I had a fun time. I had a fun time. You know, it kept my interest <laughs> the whole entire. Exactly. Titillated. Yes. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, overall, you know, it was exactly what a grand house film should be. It was a great B, yes. B horror movie too. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, yes. it, mm-hmm. It tickles all the areas. Oh. <laughs> and yes, yes, it did. <laughs> this is also my first time watching it, by the way. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I remember him. That. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. kept that close to the chest. Right. Um, I, I did have the big twist spoiled for me. Yeah, me too. Um, but it was my first time, and I yeah. very much enjoyed it. Because that's how I heard about this movie. Like, okay. like I kind of heard about, it. I, I saw like the poster. I'm like, that looks familiar with like George Clooney with like the gun. And I'm like, yeah. Ooh, this looks like a cool, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. gangster film, I guess. Yeah. And the twist was revealed to me and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I got to watch this movie now. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Guys, we have old styles in our hands. Ooh. Like, let's, let's cheers. 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 Good to see oh. you guys again. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Wow. So, the freshness. Yeah. I mean, so this movie stars George Clooney, and honestly, this is a George Clooney role. I haven't seen him in 
maybe ever oh, because that's like very true. Yeah. I know him. Yeah. Yeah. He's Batman, not mm-hmm. the ba- not the best Batman, but he's Batman. Right. And yeah. then like the movies that I've seen him in, he's kind of like this silver fox character, like yeah. playboy. Ocean movie, eight, yes. like eight, ten, eleven, like uh, those yeah. uh, Ocean series. Yeah. Fantastic yeah. Mister Fox. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like seeing him play like this slimy. I'm not even saying anti-hero. Well, I guess kind of, but like this like greasy criminal character. He's he's a bad man. He's a very bad man. Oh, yes. But the thing is, he's not the only bad man. His partner is his brother in the film who's played by Quentin Tarantino. Yes. Mm -hmm. I've never seen Quentin Tarantino, unless it's like a cameo in like his own movie. I've never Mm -hmm. seen him act before. Yeah. And like, he's pretty good. He is. He's yeah. amazing. That holds con- his own. That kind of makes me not want to see it. Like a Tarantino. I don't know. Or I guess to be honest, like to be fair, he did play a good slime ball as well. He did. So I guess in a way it's, it is kind of curious to see what else he can do. But at the same time, it's like, maybe not that. <laughs> yeah. Jago, are you revealing you've never seen a Tarantino film before? No, I'm saying that I've never seen him like starred in one before. Oh, like, yeah, gotcha. yeah, 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 yeah. I think there was like what two? He's in yeah. Django Unchained. He's That's a cameo. How, how long was he, he in is, Django Unchained? I can't remember. He was there for like maybe thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah. He's the Australian, he, and he got blown up with dynamite. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, seeing him and like the thing is, so like his best friend, so like Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino, mm-hmm. real life best friends, and of course they film. They started their uh, production company. A Band of Parts, which is I think so. uh, a reference to Pulp Fiction, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like Robert Rodriguez knows Quentin, Tar- Quentin Tarantino so well that throughout this entire movie, I'm like, I feel like this character was written for Quentin Tarantino. And what I'm referring to are the feet. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. guess who wrote this movie, Armand? Who wrote the movie? Quentin Tarantino. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, apparently Salma Hayek owed them a favor because uh, uh-huh. or the other way around, because like there there was some there's some movie that they were making where they needed like footage on a television of like a stripper doing yeah. a dance. And they're like, there's no nudity involved. We're not going to show your face. Can you help us out? And she's like, sure. So like, cool. And then uh, they wrote the part of Santanica Pandemonium mm-hmm. for her. And of course, Tarantino's doing the writing, so he knew damn well what he was doing with her routine. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm not gonna kink shame, but like, <laughs> while watching this, I'm like, of course, yeah, of yeah. course, this is happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God bless him for being so secure with his weird foot fetish. Listen, I like feet. <laughs> it's just so intense. Like, oh my god! I had a conversation <laughs> with a friend about um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, oh, yeah. and how oh yeah, there's so many feet in that movie, there is. and how blatant it is. And she she didn't see it. She's like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm like, "Oh, the dirty hippie feet. That's like." On the dash, right in center frame. Yes. <laughs> Margot Robbie's feet as yeah. it pans up. So it's like her foot is fully, you know, it's like IMAX and like her foot is like taking up the entire screen. It's like the man likes his feet. Yeah. So if you're, if you, dear listener, are a foot fetishist, uh, you're going to have a great time with this movie. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> if you're not, it might awaken something in you. You never know. 
Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, God, him and him and feet, but like, not only that, like, I'm not saying like him liking feet makes him a slime ball. What makes him a slime ball in this movie is he's a pedophile. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, all the oh. killing, all the raping. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a bad look. He's a, it say. is a very bad he's look. He's not a good character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the brother to George Clooney. Um, and yes. so yeah. George Clooney, he is like in jail for robbery, um, possibly some other things. Uh, Seth Gecko is his name. Quentin plays mm-hmm. uh, Richard Gecko. And it's a little ambiguous whether this was planned or not, but Richard like busts Seth out of prison during like a prison transfer or yeah. court case, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they're on the run. While they're on the run, they rob a bank. They rob a liquor store. And now the main plot of the movie is that they're trying to get across the border into Mexico to meet up with a gangster, some criminal uh, boss. And if they could just hold out in this one place until they can get picked up by him, then he'll transport them to El Rey and they'll be in the clear. Um, And so a, a lot of this, a lot of this movie is just following them as they go along their journey and all the weird people that they run across and, then it gets to the big twist, which I guess we'll get into later. But, um, please, oh my god, <laughs> I've been waiting to put that sound in. It's an unprompted myself. elevator pitch. Okay, <laughs> I guess we're doing an elevator pitch. No, I mean, you summed up the movie very. It's it, it, we follow this band of uh bank robbers, criminals, and they're trying, yeah. they're evading not only. It takes place in Texas. Not only Texan police, but the FBI. Like they're like America's most wanted. Like, yeah, the Texas Rangers. And yeah, I mean that's the whole driving force of the movie. And then that's like sixty percent of the movie, where it's like we're following. You could do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like we're following them, and it's like that's sixty percent of the movie. Like the cold open in this movie takes place in that liquor store, and it seems. I don't know, a scene out of uh, No Country for Old Men. Like, it's just yeah. very typical. And as the cop who is getting gas and like chatting up the, the cashier mm-hmm. goes into the bathroom, George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino come out. They have hostages. They got, they got guns. And I'm like, well, what the fuck? What's happening? Yeah. Yeah. What you think was happening was just this kind of casual conversation between the Texas Ranger and the. And the cashier, the clerk, uh, turns out to be something completely different because there's yeah. an active hostage situation going on. Mm-hmm. That was a nice, uh, you know, it, it it eases you in into this false security of the movie. It's like, are these the main characters? Is this the main guy? This old cop? This young cashier? Nope. These are just uh, the set pieces. And these are the main characters. George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. And it is telegraphed to the uh, to the viewer right off the bats that these are not good people at all. No, they are not. So, Doug, so you're you're a screenwriter. Do you think these characters were set up very well? Um, yeah, I thought that I thought each character was set. Yeah, for for the brothers, I thought that they were set up excellent. I thought that their uh, motives and you know their drive was established right away. Oh, yeah. And it was established that these are not good people at all, that no. you're not supposed to be rooting for these two guys. Mm-hmm. Like these two guys are are POSs and, and you know, yes. you you want to root against them almost. Right. Like, and go on. 
Oh, and I was going to say, um, when watching that opening scene, I did not like, like you said, I didn't do any research. I was like, this feels like Quentin Tarantino, Quentin Tarantino wrote this. Yeah. This feels like it a hundred percent. And I, then I finally looked it up and I was like, yep, Tarantino wrote this. Rodriguez directed it. Mm-hmm. Knew it. It's a Tarantino film. This is like his secret 10th film. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> no. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I forgot that he wrote that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did he say his next one was his last one or something? Like his that? next yeah. movie apparently is his final film. Do and Star he, Trek, please. Does oh wow? Does anybody have any idea what it's going to be? A little side sidebar. I doubt it's going to be Star Trek. But what if it I was? Doubt. Yeah. Was that the uh, a rumor? Beat me up, point? motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, he, no. he only wanted to do ten films because like he didn't want to get like old and irrelevant or what was the reason behind that? Like, I mean, yeah. that, that is the reason. Cause okay. it's like, I mean, he's putting a constraint on himself and as a creative, I think we all can mm-hmm. empathize with that. It's like, we need constraints because if we're just making like a hundred films, yeah, yeah, probably most of them aren't going to be good. So he doesn't want to tarnish his name. Hmm. So he only wants to do movies that he like really, really believes in. Yeah. Okay. I can well, respect him for that. I wonder if this will be like a George R. R. Martin thing where he just never ends up making it. Oh, I would not be surprised or he dies. Before. Yeah. He's like, I wrote the script. Yeah. And yeah he dies. And he's like, Oh, that's, Oh, well, I heard it might be a, what a kill bill part three or something. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd be down for that. But it's like, why don't really? you tell a new story? Yeah. I was going to yeah. say it's got to be new, but I feel like the, as a new story, like did hateful eight really hit like that? I never saw it. Oh. I heard it wasn't all. What? I know. I, I wanted to go good. when it was at the yeah. music box uh, where they installed that special screen. I know you went. I saw, <laughs> I saw it with my brother and my mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, hmm. yeah, I know. It was fun. I had a great time. It was so good. I, I had a great time. They didn't. <laughs> yeah. That's um, very accurate, actually. Hateful yeah, Eight's pretty good. That's good. Yeah, okay. I agree. Mm. Yeah, I don't think it's like peak Tarantino, but um, it's like a play, honestly. It's entertaining. Mm. It really is. Mm um but yeah this this movie also doesn't feel like peak tarantino or rodriguez oh no but it's doing enough interesting things that makes it memorable and stand out and that's honestly kind of enough especially if it's like a grindhouse film right Mm -hmm. yeah which is their their shtick oh yeah Mm -hmm. they even made grindhouse the movie which was oh yeah i saw that in theaters i've never seen how was that it was awesome. So let me paint the picture for you, Diego. Sure. So I went with my dad and my uncle, and they're like, we want to see this movie. And so I went. It was, I believe, 2007 when it came out. And it was a super late night showing. We were like the only ones in there. And it's like we got transported back to the 1970s. Yep. Like the mm-hmm. film was like super dirty and grimy and the cigarette burns and so you have fake trailers for fake movies mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And it's like time for a feature presentation. <laughs> and then it's like, um, I think it was planet terror first, which was a Robert Rodriguez movie, which I was telling you about. Okay. Where Rose McGowan has a machine gun as a leg. And yep. she's fighting like, yes. zombies. <laughs> yes. I, I so, love that. So is so it pretty much. much like a little anthology? Yeah. Of, 
I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna have to check this out. This sounds like fun. Even- and then Death Proof, which was Quentin Tarantino's movie, which you probably know about. Okay, that's the 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 car thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Lots of women in his car. And I thought that was like a, yeah. I thought that was like a much longer movie. So it's only like a like a small kind of not a scene, but like a a thirty I'd minute. It was how like long were those movies? It was uh, like fifty th- minutes. I say they were yeah. like 40, 50 minutes each. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. have to check this out. This sounds like fun. And then one of the fake trailers was Machete. Oh, yes. oh yeah okay and then they yeah, made a movie i was like they're actually making a movie yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was yeah. Awesome. i've i've seen subsequent machetes but not the first one you first, didn't see the first machete i don't think so first one's great. i, so. well, I tried watching machete kills and i was like okay. <laughs> did they do that or did they ju- the studio just kind of keep continuing that is on a, that series I, do you know aaron no. doug it had to be Robert Rodriguez. Let me let me double check. I For Machete? A, yeah, Machete kills. Oh. I would not be surprised either way. <laughs> Cuz uh, you know, I was not particularly impressed with Book of Boba Fett and that was mostly directed, showrunned by uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um fucking sucks. Yeah. I think it's I think it's true that just some people just lose their edge as they get older. And I think Robert Rodriguez is a perfect example. And that's why Quentin Tarantino wants to cap it off at 10. Yes. He doesn't want to become irrelevant. He doesn't want to be like uh, Orson Welles. Yeah. Yeah. Or he's getting (laughs) drunk doing wine commercials. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Although from dusk till dawn is still kind of when Robert Rodriguez still had that edge. Um, Tarantino too. And not to imply that he's lost it, but it very much has that kind of, low budget let's just like have some fun and get this movie done however we can uh kind of feel to it yeah. and that is exactly what you need for a grindhouse movie exactly mm-hmm. yeah exactly mm-hmm. diego mm-hmm. are you familiar with grindhouse the uh, genre of grindhouse um no i so, didn't know it was a genre i thought it was just a, a movie name <laughs> <laughs> so you we we have the art house which is the high arts elevated huh a24 movies okay and then grindhouse cuz typically art house is independent mm-hmm. and then grindhouse is also independent but it's like smutty movies i would say like evil dead goes in there a lot of yeah. horror is in there a lot of horror like, yeah wait, wait wait it's very like exploitative it's very like what are their action houses are there well there's house music <laughs> i think that i don't know the other houses that's pretty art much house, it like art house and grindhouse yeah i yeah. never knew that uh, well art house usually refers to like actual theaters that will show like art arty movies experimental and stuff grindhouse yeah. is kind of a it's like defining itself in opposition to that where it's like they're showing just like cheap schlock entertainment movies that are usually exploitative, low budget, um, heavy on like the gore and the tits and all that. Hmm. Um, and the good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the people's movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so oh, okay. The, the, those I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're 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 kind of like um the the plays that Shakespeare would write that are more just like just full of like dick jokes. And things like that. Yeah, I was gonna say grotesque. Death. Yeah, they're they're just yeah. more more like vulgar movies. They're not yes. trying to be anything more than they actually are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Very yeah. cool. Vulgarity on display. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like if Art House was like Sha- uh, William Shakespeare going to the Chicago theater. Uh, Grindhouse is like going to Six Flags. 
<laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Is it a bad time to say I'm not a big Six Flags person? Who is a big Six Flags person? Uh, are you, I'd prefer I'm Cedar not. Point. Okay. Okay. Cool. It, it's like, Oof. oh man, I. You know how some people are like huge fans of Disney World. Oh, I know. And it's like that's a problem enough. <laughs> people who are like a huge fan of Six Flags. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing with your life? Isn't Six Flags now like a uh, giant daycare for like teenagers? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Last time I was there. I hate roller coasters. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Like, uh, I, I love roller coasters. There's like oh, fights man, in the I parking can... lot. Oh my <laughs> God. I'm serious. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, and like people openly fighting in Six Flags. Yeah. People would be crazy. Oh, Gurney. Like, what? The? Yes. Gurney, Illinois. Yes. <laughs> Gurney, Illinois. Yeah. Six Flags, like, you can go there. You can have a great time if you're lucky. <laughs> More often than not, it's like, it's like going to the mall, but they have roller Black coasters. Friday. Yeah. The mall but, on Black Friday. But they have roller coasters and, like, uh, a water park now. So, um, keep your kids close. Mm. <laughs> If you want a good experience, just uh, download Line Simulator on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's great. Too. It's the same experience. You're going to yeah. be sitting there for hours in the hot sun. Yeah. It's not a good time. Yeah. But I'm, I'm glad you brought up uh, Grindhouse and like exploitation films and things like that because we do have some appearances uh, of people like known yes. in that industry. Yes. So one of the characters yes. mm-hmm. is Tom Savini. Yes. He is yes. like a motorcyclist uh who's at the uh at the titty bar yes. that they end up holed up at. His name is Sex Machine. Sex Machine, Sex yes. Machine. And he very oh, yeah. famously has like uh a, a custom cod piece gun. Yes. That looks like a dick and balls. Yes. The <laughs> balls are like the the revolver chain yeah, the chambers. Cylinders. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the dick is the gun. Yeah, it's <laughs> the barrel. Amazing. I lost uh, that. <laughs> and Tom Savini is famous for doing like all the makeup and um, like gore effects for George Romero's uh, dead movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like Dawn of the Dead. He's in Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. He, yeah. he plays a biker. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. So he gets a bit of screen time here. We also have Fred Williamson. If I'm getting that right. Hang on. Hang the black on. guy. That is correct. Yes. Was he in Dawn of the Dead or was that someone Fred else? Fred Williamson. Um, no, he wasn't. He was not in Dawn of the Dead. He was in a lot of black exploitation movies in the 70s and 80s. Oh, Very cool. you're right. And he had, a, he had a run of Italian horror movies that he was also in. All of them, Grindhouse, Schlock. Um, so he's kind of, a, kind of a legend in there. And he, That's cool. he gets a role in this movie. Yeah, it was very, you know, when we, okay. So like as the movie progresses, let's, let's get into it. Full spoilers uh, here on out. Okay. So like Ooh. as Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney are evading police, they encounter this wholesome family of like an ex preacher and his two kids and they're going around, I think camping in their RV. Yeah. They're on vacation to Mexico and yep. they unfortunately cross paths and then they become the hostages of George Clooney. And Quentin Tarantino. I'm mm. talking. To, I'm talking about them like they're real people. <laughs> uh, Richard and Seth uh, Gecko. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So they become hostages, and they drive him south of the border, successfully evading all law enforcement in the United States. Yep. And they go to this bar to, uh, for the liaison of their crime boss to get the money or whatever. Meet up yeah. With the guy, yeah. Like money and safe passage. 
So yep. they go to Titty Twister. The Titty Twister. Mm. Yes. It's open from dusk till dawn. Oh, hey. that's the name of the movie. <laughs> I point at the screen. I'm like, I know what that is. <laughs> I saw it and I clapped. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. So, yeah, they get there and we have uh, Cheech right in front. That yeah. was like, that was like my favorite part. Where he's like, hey, Capitone, come on in. <laughs> get some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's he's quite vulgar. <laughs> Plays like three different characters. Yeah, in the he's, movie. Yeah. He's also the border crossing guard. <laughs> he is. He yeah. does. Yeah. So that man has range. Mm-hmm. He does. He does. <laughs> Definitely does. Definitely does. So like we get to this bar and it's like I just I can describe it as like the bar from Star Wars. Oh, like the, the cantina. cantina. Yeah. 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 You go in, it's like there's there's the salt of the earth. It's all in there. <laughs> That's one way to put it. People punching each other, naked women dancing around. Mm-hmm. Yep. And just like in Star Wars, um, so they get there, and George Clooney is like trying to order a drink, and the bartender's like, you're not welcomed here. We don't serve your kind here. Yes. From Danny Trejo. Yeah. And yep. I didn't know this, but Danny Trejo and Robert Rodriguez are related. What? Oh. Stop it. I was, I was watching. I was like, holy shit, it's Danny Trejo. And it's like, yeah. he looks good. He's like young and he's buff. Because yep. like, I know him from like, was it Spy Kids? Yeah. yeah. And what he was in El Mariachi too, yeah. of course. Yeah. He was. Mm-hmm. He's in Heat. He's in Heat? Yeah. He was also Machete. He is Machete. <laughs> and like, I'm used to him looking old. Yeah. So it's like, oh, he's like this badass, like Pancho mm-hmm. Villa looking guy. Yeah. And like this, he's like cut. Oh, looks yeah. good. I was like, "Holy shit!" Because like in El Mariachi, was kind of, kind of pudgy. Mm-hmm. In the in the first one, yeah, he had like a small role where he looked a lot younger, and he he definitely he looked good in the first one, I'd say. And then you know, I don't remember the other two, but it seems like it's a, I don't think he a was different in, consensus for the other two. He was in the second one. He he wasn't it wasn't he wasn't in the. Third I'm pretty one. sure he had cameos in all three of them. I feel like I don't know. I, I felt like that that movie series had like recycled uh, actors into like just almost reprising their role. Right. So. I mean, have you seen the Mexico trilogy? Aaron? I have not. Watch the first two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Watch the, first the two. third one is bad. Oh. Skippable. I think I saw the third one and I have never seen the first two. It's not good. Yeah, you're you're like going to be expecting this completely different movie. Going so. into it, you're like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then 30 seconds in, you're like, uh-oh. <laughs> It'll oh, get better. No. An hour passes. It'll, It'll get, get better. better. <laughs> no. That happened to me in the theater one time. Oh, oh no. 30 seconds in, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Bad CGI. What movie? Bad- Battle Los Angeles. Oh, oh you saw that in theaters? Oh, that was fun. I was so I saw that in theaters. The trailer was so cool. I was too. I, I saw, saw it in theaters. theaters too. Yeah, like it was fun. And I famously tweeted, "Battle LA sucks black cock." <laughs> oh my! Wow. And like I would encounter people on the like, people I know. Yeah. And I'm like fucking bad Los Angeles, and like this chick was like sucks black cock, right? And I was like, uh huh. <laughs> oh. That tweet got some traction. It got some traction. <laughs> okay, that is amazing. Yeah, you didn't get a, like, a, a hot 24 hour like slap on the wrist for that. I mean, I guess you can say whatever you want on the internet. So it doesn't really matter. So. This was this was the wild west days of Twitter. Ah, uh, mm. sorry. I think if I say it now, people are like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> canceled. 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 Fuck. Cancel again. 
So going back to the movie. So yeah, don't watch uh, Once Upon a Time Max. You saw it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't. I barely remember it, so it's okay. Because it wasn't good. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the main love interest, Selma Hayek, was killed off off screen <gasps> in the beginning of the movie. It's like what? Oh my god! I think she's I re- the main character in the second movie. Yeah, there's a lot of retcon in the series. I think that's like the point, though. Like that's kind of like yeah. Like, oh yeah, we know this is retcon. So Robert Rodriguez is like, I'm just fuck it. I'm making a movie. We're just making a movie. Yeah. <laughs> he has a gun and his uh, guitar case. He shoots people. That's all we need. That's all we need. Didn't they make that movie for like $45? Oh, yeah. The first, yeah, the first one was really cheap. <laughs> yeah. And they made yeah. a killing off of it. Yes, yeah. They did. Yeah. yeah. It looks real. He's also, like, yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. He's also one of the fastest shooting directors, too. He's yeah. always notorious for getting stuff done early. And that's why he was hired by Disney. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, listen, we need a wow. run and gun book of Boba Fett. We don't want this show. Nobody wants this show. Just get it done for cheap. Dave Filoni doesn't want it. John Favreau doesn't want it. No. We just need it out there. But the fans want it. Yeah, the fans. Did we want it? Mm, I'm not really a Boba Fett fan, so no. Aaron is walking away. Oh. Bye, Aaron. We can play Marmond. You want to take a break? Quick little tea. I think he would be annoyed with like the color palette actually and how like mostly black and just spots of color because he wants blood. He wants. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who? Nephilus. What's his name? Nephilus. Who are you talking about? The guy with the mask. In, uh, like in Tron. Oh, I thought we were talking about KOTOR. I was like, talking about <laughs> Nihilus. Oh, yeah. Nihilus. Earth Nihilus. Yes. Is he a real? Does he eat? Okay. Is it true? Aaron, did he eat a planet? Yes. What does that no. mean? It's it's like is it metaphorical? It's a, no, it's like absorbing all the energy and life force like from a planet. Oh, oh. and just like consuming it. Um, Galactus. That's too powerful. Yeah, because like Darth Nihilus is his whole thing is like, um, he can't really die, but to like keep going, he just has to like absorb like life force from other beings. Uh, Did he transform? Gotcha. Yeah, he is a bit. Yeah. 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 Speaking of vampires. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're at the bar or at the titty bar, the titty twister. Mm. And are you recording? We're recording. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that crossed my mind too. <laughs> we're at the titty bar and there's a prolonged sequence of Selma Hayek looking great. Yep. And uh, she sticks her foot in Quentin Tarantino's oh my mouth. God. <laughs> And I'm like, this is why the movie's made. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For this and this alone. She's this is pouring, why the movie was made. Pouring alcohol down her leg into like over her <laughs> filthy fucking foot, like stuck in Quentin Tarantino's not, not horrible mouth. Mind. After yeah. she just walked all that way over to him. That probably yeah. makes it better for him. Yeah. <laughs> Add some texture and flavor. It's just yeah, it's so wild to think that like he wrote that and like just I don't know. You y'all said something about like some kind of favor. Was she uh, like she's yeah, yeah yeah so you're saying like she was like no nah, I'm gonna like this is how I'm gonna fuck with you on set essentially um, I don't no I don't think it went to that because like Quentin Tarantino wrote the actual scene it was more like she did them a favor by like appearing in some movie movie that they were doing and in return they like wrote this part for her hmm okay gotcha 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 so she got one of her most memorable money. roles ever oh yeah. Um, snake dance yeah she does there's like this whole torch song kind of sequence where she's dancing with a snake and then sticks her fucking foot in quentin tarantino's mouth 
Um, but yeah, she's like the kind of showstopper for the bar. Um, yeah. we're like all eyes are on her. Um, and then it goes really south really quickly. <laughs> it does. And I was so surprised. Like, even yeah. though I knew what was happening or what was coming, I didn't anticipate it's going down the way it did. Because like when I went into this movie, I knew absolutely nothing, mm. nothing, nothing at all. Mm. And I think there was like a bar fight. There's a bar fight, right? Yeah. Cause yeah. like Cheech comes back in, he's like looking to get revenge on George Clooney yeah. for like kicking his ass on the way in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And in the fight, George Clooney gets his hand cut and is bleeding all no, over the place. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Oh, well, yeah. his hand's already. He gets his hand perforated again. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, he gets a bullet through his hand, which fuck, that would hurt. Yeah. A and lot. he gets a knife. And then a knife through his hand. And as he's bleeding, everything stops. Yep. Mm. All the action stops and Selma Hayek is staring at him. She's getting all hot and bothered. And you would think like, oh, she doesn't like blood or she's bothered by that. But no, she's like licking her lips. She's mesmerized. She's oh, yeah. staring at it. And then everyone, all the girls and some of the barkeeps transform into vampires mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and start eating everybody. Becomes a frenzy. So, oh, yeah. Aaron, Doug, what was going through your mind? Were you questioning whether this was real or not? <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I was high watching it, and I was just like, this movie just keeps getting better and better for some reason, somehow. I just keep enjoying it, and I can't look away. And now, we, now we're fighting vampires? Yeah, let's go. I'm in for it. Oh my god! It was it, it was a great experience. <laughs> it was so much fun. Yeah, I knew. Brutal. I knew the gimmick of this movie that it would transform into a vampire movie at some mm-hmm. point, but I didn't know when. Right. And so when it happened, I'm like, okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like mm-hmm. an, over an hour into the movie. And yeah, it's like yeah. ninety minutes it's, long. It's literally like in the last thirty minutes of the movie. I yeah. would say. Man, yeah. what a reveal! It's Good like closure. It's, it's like its third act. Oh yeah. yeah. It just becomes vampire. So like so like so you're high. Were you like, is this actually happening right now or oh, is this the weed? No, no, yeah. The, 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 I was like pinch pinch myself. Wait, wait, like, what? Huh? Like, like I'm awake right now, right? Yeah, okay. Is this All happening? Right. Like I knew <laughs> like I knew the twist was coming. I just like Aaron, like I mean, I think you said that you knew the twist was coming, right? Yeah. Yeah. I knew it was coming too since I watched like the TV show and okay. knew about the vampire aspect. I just didn't know at what point what it was gonna happen. And I was like Wow, it happened 30 minutes and it happened over an hour into the movie. I'm like, you're doing a good job. <laughs> yeah. And like nothing like I there was nothing to imply that that was gonna happen. I mean, like little yeah. things here and there, if you knew the twist was coming, it's like, oh, okay. You go into that movie blind and don't know anything, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna see that coming for a mile no. away. <laughs> they kind of give it away in the trailer. They do. Yes. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. if you're paying attention. Um, okay. But they, they're just kind of like, yeah, they, there's like a few like short shots that kind of show it. Um, and, and like you said, there are some little clues along the way. Um, like, for example, Danny Trejo's like, this is only bikers and truckers, like nobody else. So they're looking for people who are just like passing through, who are right. migrants, who don't mm-hmm. have like right. kind of connections or people that would be looking for them. Yeah. Um, and there's also a bit of a giveaway on the movie poster itself. 
the text the text reads from dusk till dawn yeah and on the w of dawn the two downward points are a little bit longer than they otherwise mm-hmm. normally would be like vampire fangs nice. mm, yeah yeah nice. yeah yeah good eye but like other than that there's not really much given away and that's how you set up an awesome movie agreed yes yeah and there is some great setup because we have Harvey Keitel as Robert Fuller, I think his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you would mentioned he's kind of like a lapsed uh, preacher. Yeah. And that becomes important because as they're fighting vampires, they need some holy water. So they need someone who can actually bless it. Exactly. And so wow. it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a great little character arc for him where he's like, his wife died. He doesn't really believe in God anymore. Mm-hmm. And like his faith is lapsing, but then this gives him the opportunity to kind of embrace that again and be like, you know what, let's fight some evil. Right. And he becomes pretty instrumental in that. Yeah. Well, yeah, his faith did get kind of restored in in religion and and like what his own humanity was like bringing into the world and whatnot. You know? Yeah. That was pretty cool. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. 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 Like seeing his arc because like. It makes sense to have like a holy person mm, mm-hmm. in the party. You have the mage. Thank yeah, <laughs> exactly. And like, I guess you'd be a cleric. Yeah. Hmm, okay. So he can't heal. Is he a paladin? Clerics can heal. He, a he, did, he did some he damage. Yeah, he did some damage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Paladins are like damage healing, right? So, yeah. 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 Paladins don't heal, but they, oh, they do do damage. They can uh, turn undead. Okay. Um, they can make holy water, I think. That might be a cleric. They could turn okay. undead. Okay. Yeah. Turn oh, un- turn undead. Yeah, like they meant literally turn around. Undead. No, turn undead is literally like make them turn around and go away. Oh, yeah, I thought you meant yeah. become. I thought you meant become. No, become living too. again. No, yeah. in D D, it's the spells uh, turn undead, and it's basically undead. like you hold up a holy symbol and you're like, go away, and then they do. Okay. <laughs> I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. It's <laughs> literally what okay. turn undead means. Nice. nice. Turn undead. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we're all going to play Diablo, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never played. You never played Diablo? No, no, no. Is there like a new one coming? There's now? a free one right now, Diablo Immortal for mobile, which is pretty I, good. I'm, I don't Just don't I'm buy anything. Play. I'm not going to play on mobile. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Diablo 4 is coming out next year, right? Next year. That's like a yeah, top so. down. Top game. down dungeon crawler. Okay, that's what's got. Barbarians got paladins. This is what made me think of Diablo. Okay. Paladins you got <laughs> yeah. necromancers. You got demon hunters. Uh, oh, I gotta check it out for sure. Witches, I'll, I'll, sorcerers. I'll check out Diablo for it's fucking awesome. And it's like a party thing too, right? Yeah. Like you, yep. Okay, we cool. got the party. Oh sh- yeah, stream on Twitch. I hope the last yeah. question. Wow, is- it's a pop tart. 
I hope the last question is, is that everybody just gets to rattle off what they think they'll be in a party situation. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Very nice. <laughs> so, like, we have uh, the priest character, and he his, mm-hmm. face, his faith is restored, and he starts fighting the undead, the vampires. And what was funny, um, when they fought off the initial attack, they're mm-hmm. like, okay, we need a barricade in this bar. They're vampires. Yeah. Um, what do we know about vampires? Well, you drive a wooden stake through their heart to kill them. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They don't like crosses. Mm-hmm. They don't like holy water. Something about silver, maybe? Yeah. Garlic, too. Garlic. Garlic. Yeah, yeah. Well, silver, silver bullets? Werewolves. No, that's werewolves. Yeah. That's I don't know what's silver. <laughs> you got to have a high pizza diet, boys. That's what I'm telling high you. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's you know, super easy. You're high in carbs. You're ready to go, right? And then at that point, you already have garlic in you. And you just, yeah. at that point, garlic anchovies. Yeah, exactly. And our I food was... is processed through our blood. Mm. So if they were to bite us. They'll be like, oh, this is spicy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it might be like GG for you at that point. So <laughs> <laughs> you guys just remind me of Day Shift. I don't know if you guys have seen that vampire movie with Jamie Foxx. On I Netflix tried mm-hmm. to watch it. They had they had this scene where these two uh, Russian brothers who are like vampire hunters, they're chewing on garlic gum. Oh, during wow. their hunts, and then so if they Japanese get into thing? It, I, it was like a them thing. They're like, yeah, for it's for close combat. So when it would huh. get close <laughs> combat, they would just literally spit their gum at the at what? Oh, they would amazing. literally spit at the spit at this uh, at a vampire, and the garlic would just go right through it. That's amazing. Really, Dan? Yeah. If you like, just right here. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's how it works. Yeah, this movie is very fast and loose with fast like loose. vampire lore yeah. and how the rules work, mm. and they. They actually tend to function more like zombies in this movie. I was quite surprised. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, normally, like, turning someone into a vampire involves, like, you have to bite their neck, you have to suck their blood out, mm-hmm. and it's part of, like, an elaborate ritual yeah. in order to turn them. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they just kind of die. Exactly. Yeah. But they're just like, uh, they're vampires, but the rules are like zombies. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were kind of like mindless too. And like with the killing scenes, oh my God, they got creative with, oh, yeah. with those, with those, with the, at least the wooden stakes. Well, yeah. there's a hierarchy with the vampires. So you have like the big vampires, which was Selma mm-hmm. Hayek's character, mm-hmm. Danny Trejo, mm-hmm. uh, other Cheech. Cheech. Like those were like, the ringleaders. The Draculas. The yeah. band. You got the Draculas. Some, yeah. And then Selma you have the Hayek's minions underneath them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Isn't Selma Hayek's character considered the queen? Yeah. Now, this is this is, this is getting into the TV. I mean, this might be a, Please from the know. TV lore. I haven't okay. seen that. Where I never she knew was, it was a TV like, considered show. like the queen. Yeah, they, they, they went more into detail. They changed a lot of things up, especially okay. with like. Uh, the Gecko Brothers. They're, really, they were really they were still bad guys, but you know it. It didn't get. I don't remember them talking about rape or anything like that uh, at all. Which is why they, when I was watching this movie, I was like, <laughs> "What?" Yeah, yeah. There's but, some yeah. There's some complexity there with Quentin Tarantino's character, where it's like clear he has delusions about like what people say or don't yes. say. Um, Could you look my pussy right now? <laughs> yeah. What you said earlier? Did, did you, you still mean? want me to do that? Yeah. What? <laughs> and it's and it's clear from the way George Clooney plays his character that he very much cares for his brother, even though he's like mentally unwell. <laughs> yeah. um, yep. But he's still a very bad man. Besides, um, so it's interesting they don't go into that in the TV show at all. Yeah, 
Um, I I barely remember a little bit from from that first season. I might have to rewatch it a little bit or like brush up on it somehow, some way. But yeah, no, they they expanded more in, into the family. They expanded more into the brothers. They they they. I mean, with a TV show, you have you have more freedom to get into oh yeah more details like that. With a movie like this going for it oh yeah it's a grand house film they're mm-hmm. they're not gonna stop and explain anything right yeah which is why i love this film because films can get caught up too much in explaining themselves hold on much. let's stop the pacing and let's Sorry. explain what's happening <laughs> yeah okay um so There's vampires in this world and uh my name is richard gecko and we're gonna slay them right now you see back in the 1800s we unearth a gives <laughs> <laughs> a whole anime speech <laughs> um there better be some banging no, so. visuals with the speech, man. I'm talking about array of colors. Oh, sorry, yeah. Arian. They find like the Necronomicon. Oh, it, this happened yeah. 500 years ago. 500 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so when the shoe drops and like we got vampires, there's a whole yeah. brawl mm-hmm. and the survivors are Tom Savini as yes. Sex Machine, yes. uh, Fred Williamson as mm-hmm. Frost, and then we have... Harvey Keitel and his family, his daughter and son, uh, and George Clooney. Yes. So they're they're left to survive, and they're like, "Fuck, we got to make it until at least dawn when the sun comes up, because sun sunlight harms vampires." Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they got to come up with a plan for like what to do. Yeah, they don't sparkle in the sunlight. <laughs> mm, exactly. Just go and burn up, baby, burn. <laughs> nice. So, like, as this continues, it becomes like an Attack on Base movie. Like, I think you said this, Aaron. It becomes a movie within a movie. It's yes. like two different yeah. movies. I would say it's almost three different movies. Because, like, you have yeah. the crime drama in the first two-thirds, and then you have, like, this vampire attack, and then it becomes like a zombie movie. And then yeah, you have the, very uh, much, like, yeah. the zombie mechanics. Like, they're held up. Mm-hmm. They're barricading. It's like, okay, now we have to get out of here. Yeah. So then they're fighting through the horde with, like, mm-hmm. a yep. shotgun. And it's like, okay, clearly this is, like, a, an infusion of both genres of vampires and zombies. Yeah. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm here for it. It's cool. Yeah, it's yeah. like if you ran around to like opposite sides of a video rental store and just like grabbed two <laughs> titles and then just like mash them together. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty much what this movie is. There's also like the, the of mice and men aspect between the brothers too, you know, just like, it's like, mm. ah, this guy, like my, like the little brothers, like clearly like, um, he just sees the world differently. And the older brother in a way is almost kind of accepted like this life of crime in order yeah. to just kind of keep up with him and keep him like in line as well. Cause he's thinks differently than everybody else. Right. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. George Clooney tries to keep Quentin Tarantino like on the straight and narrow as mm-hmm. much as he can. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, you know, George Clooney, he's he's still very much a criminal. He's a bad man. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has some kind of like he has, code, some kind of standards where he's oh, not yeah. going to like try to kill civilians. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he's not going to let his brother rape that girl. Uh, in yeah. The, in that in that in that Winnebago. Right. Yeah. He's he's more of a he, he's a professional thief, yeah. whereas mm-hmm. his brother is more of a, a psychopath. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. He's just trying to keep him in line and he just can't do it. He's like Jeffrey Dahmer in a way. Yeah. Like yeah. the same, like he even looks like he has the glasses. Yeah. He's like a serial killer. The nervous tendencies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So building off of what you said, Diego, yes. And because like with the whole of mice and men, it's the same exact, uh, a dynamic, especially in the end 
both in the end of the book and the end of their relationship, which, um, like we were saying earlier, like these vampires are kind of like uh, Did zombies. Did you say it was a book? Of Mice and Men? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about from dust till dawn. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> J.D. Salinger, right? <laughs> so, okay. So at the end of the of Mice and Men book, mm-hmm. you have, I forget the older brother's name, but he kills Lenny. Lenny and George, I think. Okay, George kills Lenny. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, we have Richard and Seth. Richard, he's Quentin Tarantino, right? Yes. So we have Richard who got bit by a vampire. So he's going to turn. And when he turns, Richard was like, I have to do it. And he kills his brother. Yep. Or what was his brother? Mm -hmm. So it's like a little bit of a mirroring. I didn't see it. Like, oh, that's Mm -hmm. that's such a good observation. I didn't. Yeah. That is a a good observation. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad. I feel bad, especially for, they just wanted money. They just want to save passage. And they stumble upon a nest of vampires. Mm. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? It happens. Yeah. yeah. Especially south of the border. Those people should have known <laughs> that, you know, he that he was meeting up with. Like, what the heck? You didn't do your homework at the place beforehand that was <laughs> filled well, with vampires and you didn't see, you know, what was behind it either? Well, well exactly. that's, what, that's what I was wondering is I think the guy they're meeting up with is Carlos. And... Um, Played by Cheech. Yeah. And... I thought like, oh, is Carlos in on this whole thing? Yeah, me and is too. He just trying to like, right, uh, fool people into coming here to like increase the 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 vampire horde, and it, it's just a complete joke at the end because he's like, no, I just saw this place on the side of the road. Like, yeah, <laughs> one place is as, as is as good as the other, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no police, like, no federales. We're good. Yeah, it's out the middle of nowhere. What yeah. could go wrong? Yeah, exactly. Everything kind of reminds you like <laughs> uh, that sketchy, like any movie where you go into a sketchy biker bar and be like, ah, oh, it's just a sketchy bar. It's fine. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't go into those bars in the middle of nowhere, guys. Come on, haven't we watched horror movies before? Hey, Bendejo, you're not supposed to be here. <laughs> if someone ever tells me that, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm getting out of here right now. Yeah. And Steve Buscemi comes in. He's like, I want a beer. <laughs> I got this piss uh, chongo. You want that? <laughs> tequila. Oh, yeah. It was like tequila shots only, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Uh, yeah. I mean, okay, let's unpack the end of this movie because, okay. like, that image at the end of the movie. So like they kill off all the vampires and it becomes dawn and they all blow up. It's great. And the whole place explodes. Yeah. And uh, Cheech, what's his name? Carlos. Carlos. He, he comes and he's like, Hey, we got my money. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Did you see what the fuck happened? The place has exploded. Oh man. Are they like, Psychos or something? Psychos don't explode in the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I love the end. So like they, they drive, they drive off. Uh, the daughter is with, uh, Seth Gecko and they have a happily ever after relationship, I guess. And then the camera, no, he leaves her to no, he doesn't. be on her own. No. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. Tosses yeah, her no. some money and is like, she doesn't go with him. She, no, she, she asks to go with him and he's like, you don't want to go. Something yeah. Like, like that. I'm a bastard, but I'm not a fucking bastard. Oh, yeah. I so thought no. shit. He goes off on Was his I own. Was I watching a different cut of the movie? I don't remember the ending. I'm sorry. It's been, a, it's been a little bit since I've seen the movie. And I do remember that there was barely any survivors from what I remember. George Clooney yeah, survived. 
George and uh, yeah, that, the, uh, the daughter, daughter from Christmas Vacation. Yep, with Tim Allen. No, uh, Juliet Lewis, Chevy Chase. Tim Allen. Yeah, I'm thinking the oh, I'm thinking of Santa Claus. Oh my god. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> no, Juliet Lewis uh, playing Ju- Kate. Yeah. Yes. Kate, she survives. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I saw her. I'm Nobody like, else. where have I seen her before? And I did like the X-ray on uh, Prime. Yep. And I'm like, yep. oh my god, it's a daughter from Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Yep. What a career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, Carlos supplies a car for Seth drive off in yeah, it's like a miata uh, mm-hmm. yeah and you know she wants to go with him but he's like uh-uh i've had enough of this shit and um tosses her some cash and she takes the rv back oh. yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay but like although she is she's also like covered in blood and i'm just thinking good luck getting past the border yeah i'm an american trust me <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, it was the nineties, maybe they're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So let's get off the fence. Mm-hmm. So like as the camera pans out, this is the final shot of the movie. Um, we have the bar, the titty twister, mm. and behind the bar was this old Aztec pyramid. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, oh my God. And like a whole bunch of like uh trucks uh going off the edge yeah, into the pit. Dumps into just, the pit. Yeah, just thousands of trucks. So I'm like back there. Wait a minute. I haven't seen the show, Doug. But I'm like, wait a minute. Could this be so they are sacrificing humans to the vampires way back when? Because like mm. they're doing human sacrifices in the yeah. Aztec society. So it's like were they sacrificing humans? To the vampires? Oh. Let's talk about it. There's a whole bunch of trucks, like empty trucks there, like truck drivers, like people just driving through the country. Like, yeah, probably. That sounds pretty accurate. What do you think, Aaron? Do you agree? Um, It he, doesn't make sense under scrutiny. He doesn't. Because, like... doesn't agree. The, va- the vampire mythos is, like, from, like, European and Slavic traditions. But who came to Mexico? Spaniards. The Spaniards. Mm. Conquistadors. Conquistadors. And coincidentally, I'm going to unpack this even further. So, like, they're a thriving civilization. Hey, yeah, Maya. <laughs> and then the conquistadors came and they brought European disease and they yeah. all fucking died. What if mm, okay. when they came, see where they also brought vampires? Oh, hmm. it's not really a Spanish thing, though. Just, just work with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a fun idea. But I don't think it holds up under scrutiny. But, but it doesn't matter because it's a greenhouse movie. But vampires, they're they're like immortal, uh-huh. so mm-hmm. they can go across the entire world. Yeah, I'm trying to make as this happen. As, as long as it's night. Yeah, they could go under the water. <laughs> it's dark under there. <laughs> they're dead. Like... They don't have to breathe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or they're in a coffin. They like Lestat, traveling oh. around in the bottom of a ship. I don't know. But like, well, maybe. Because, like, you got the vampires, they're older than humanity. What, what if? What if? Oh. Because, like, you have the vampires. Yeah. It couldn't, you know, they don't have to come from Transylvania. They're not all Draculas. Are you picking up what I'm putting down? Do you think no. that the Mayans sacrificed humans to the vampire horde? No. Although it's a fun idea. 
Yeah, I like, think it's a firm no. How about you, Doug? <laughs> I think it's a possibility because I remember from the show they went into the mythos a little bit more, oh. and from what I remember from the mythos, yeah. all right, there were more like snake-like vampires. They had venom in their fangs what? in the show. Oh what? shit! Go on. So yeah, they were like, I, like, and I think I remember like they were talking about some sort of like a a, a snake-like almost god in mm. the show. Mm-hmm. Which, where I guess, si- like the the character that replaced Simon Hay- 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 Hayek's character yeah. in the show was like the queen, and she was the one that they were like doing sacrifices to for the whole time. Okay. So, like that's as far as I know. Was she character. as hot as Simon Hayek? Or probably not. No, no, <laughs> no. Now, now, that, now that I think about how, it, yeah. how about them feet? Oh, the feet! Wow. <laughs> how do they compare? Quentin Tarantino was involved. In Quentin Tarantino was involved. I don't remember like anything shoes. about feet from yeah. me. I don't do remember you... anything like you know pouring a shot down the leg, you know, not... toe in the mouth, <laughs> going crazy. I was like, during that scene, I'm like, what the looking fuck? at my, raising my eyebrows, looking off to the side, like. Oh, what movie am I watching right now? Did I download I, the wrong movie? I'm just glad I was alone. <laughs> Do you guys want to know the best pickup line Quentin Tarantino can ever say? Oh, no. Oh. What? Please. Call me QT. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look on these things. Well, it's been great being on your show. That was definitely a shower thought that I had. I was like, yo, (laughs) Quentin should go by QT, man. (laughs) You think that's in his Instagram DM somewhere? Oh, that has to be like in his bio. Like Adam Levine. Oh, holy fuck. (laughs) Holy fucking fuck. (laughs) Those toes are absurd. How fucking embarrassing! Oh, right? Oh my god! One hundred percent. That's in his DMs. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet you he gets unsolicited feet pics. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, he yeah. has to. So yeah. let's get off the fence. Are there feet pics in his DMs right now? Yes. Yep. No. Because <laughs> I just don't want to think about it. Because I'm like, I don't know. Like, he's how old is Quentin? Is he married? Like, what's what's the what's the situation? I don't think he's married. I he's, can see that he's a director. He makes big blockbuster he's movies. Like, I don't want to be married. Yeah, yeah. I think in the Saving Boys. I need to make my movies. <laughs> Do you think Quentin thinks we're being mean to him? <laughs> I don't think he cares. He is fifty nine years old. Oh shit! He's yeah. He's getting. He's up about there to be age. not creative anymore. Yeah. yeah. So he better so, hurry up with his last movie. I bet you. It's filmed, edited, produced, assembled, and Written. he's just gonna like wait until he's dead. It's mm. It's like, oh, I'm dead now. <laughs> just like George R. R. Martin with uh, The Winds of Winter. He's right. like, I bet you it's done. And he's like, I'm not gonna release until I'm dead. Was it post hominis? <laughs> That's what it's called? Yeah. Posthumous. Yeah. Posthumous? Is yeah. that what it's called? Okay. Post hominis. Post hummus. Yes. Post After the hummus has been served. Well, there's none left because hummus is pretty good. Hummus is pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm just movie. blown away with the whole QT thing. Yeah. <laughs> the QT. Yes. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? No, this, this 
<laughs> this this movie is like it's well made schlock. It's not high budget. You can like I think the, it's high budget. The the effects are good, but they're not like great. Ninety six. Yes, yeah, I know. Those, some of those um, faces on that. There's there's some weird like computer morphing <laughs> effects. Yeah, that don't, that don't hold up. I know it's ninety six, but um, I don't know. Some of the makeup effects are like really really good, and then like when they're fighting a bunch of vampires, they're all like wearing morph suits. You know what I mean? Oh. They're wearing like one piece like suits. Oh yes, 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 yes. When? During most of the vampire combat. They're, oh, they're wearing yeah. like fabric. Right. Yeah, they're wearing like fabric suits oh, and then like no. they have makeup on their face. Oh it's like, God. So it's like they're, they're it's like putting Amazon's their ring of power. Yeah. They're, they're putting their money in the right place as far as like, all right, we're going to really show off like the, the, makeup effects for the face here but then like everything else they're just going to be like eh, get it done low budget we got to move on you see they tried yes they, they tried you know they worked within their limits yeah while i think amazon's the ring of power i think it's one big money laundering scheme yeah for a billion dollars because why does the she so don't like it i haven't seen it but i've seen their costumes and they're made of cotton I'm terrified. And they, yeah, print, they have printed chain mail on cotton. Oh, um, I did not catch that. I didn't catch that either. I've never seen it. It's I'm pretty like, bad. I'm like, oh no. How is it that bad? Oh, shit. oh you're saying so, the show's bad? Wait. So if they invested over a billion dollars into this show, which was a massive mistake. Yeah. Because why would you invest that much? That, that's a lot of money. I mean, it's, into it's a pretty magical. Streaming though. show? Is it magical? I think it's pretty cool. I guess I'm casting judgment if I saw it. Yeah, I'm. You got to watch it, bro. I'm but his, like, what? Like, they can't spend. Like, okay, Peter Jackson. Yeah. When he made the Ridge Tridge, uh, all the, everything was practical, pretty much. Okay. Mm -hmm. Some miniatures here and there, some CGI here and there, but like the costumes were legit. Mm -hmm. Did they not hire Weta? Did they forget? They. I forgot. think they forgot. <laughs> They're like, we got a guy. Yeah. So, Doug. Yeah, I brought up a. Tell some... me more about this show. So, yeah, so I was I was looking up the show a little bit, and so there's three seasons about the show, and it aired on the network El Rey oh, Network. What's El Rey? Uh, it's a network that is owned by Robert Rodriguez, and I believe... <laughs> I believe there was other co-owners. He's diversifying his too. portfolio. He was yeah. yeah, I remember, I mean, it was on cable, and I remember... Really? Yeah, 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 That's because that's how I was watching the... the uh, um, the TV show, um, the From Dust Till Dawn TV show that he actually was also co-producing of it. Did you watch it while it aired? Yes, I did. Oh I, I watched the hmm. first season while it aired. That's hmm. sick. And I had no idea. Yeah, me neither. I didn't yeah, know about El Rey. By March 2015, approximately 40 million households received El Rey Network. Hmm. Huh. 2015. And it's, I was in college. I was it's, freaking it, out. The network has been now closed oh, as well. Okay. El okay. Rey's so, gone. El Rey's gone. Oh. It fell to 13 million households by the time of the network's closure. That's a lot of houses. Closed mm. on December 31st of 2020, right before, uh, right before COVID. Mm. Uh, COVID was a final nail in the coffin. Damn. Hey. Dang. <laughs> I keep forgetting you have those sound bites, man. I do. <laughs> I love it that you've added those in. Now that wow. I can hear him. Okay, so you mentioned the TV show, so I have to ask. 
Do you think this movie would be remade and would it work if it's remade? Would it be better as a movie or TV show? Because you saw the TV show and now you saw the movie. Honestly, I like the movie not explaining so much stuff. I like it how it was yeah. just, I like the style of it. I like how it would never took any time to explain anything to me. No exposition, or no heavy exposition or anything like that, which I mean, in movies can get a little tiresome because it happens in a lot of movies nowadays, yeah. I'd say. Um, so, I mean, honestly, I prefer it in movie format. If you want to make sequels to it to expand like the lore, go ahead, go ahead. But I mean, there if you are want to... other movies. Yeah, they, they, yeah, I saw that. I, I don't saw know that. I haven't, movie. I haven't seen any of them. I kind of want to watch them, but I'm hesitant. Mm. I think George Clooney was like, mm-hmm. nope. Yep, mm-hmm. I'm done. Someone hikes like, nah. Mm-hmm. Which like with George Clooney too, I'm surprised he did a movie like this. To be honest, like mm-hmm. I, I, think... I was just surprised to to, to ever see that he would. Someone so young and talented. To, well, this is his uh, big movie debut. Was this his Was this his big movie debut? Yeah. Before okay. This, before this, he was just on ER. Wait, that's right. I wasn't sure if it was like one of his first We're movie old. debuts. Yeah, this wow. is his big, uh, his big Hollywood debut. That's like Remember a good ER. role, first role from ER, I'd say, to really it's, separate yeah. his, like, and show his range. He yeah. kind of went from here to here. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and the rest is history. That was a smart ass move. That is a smart move. <laughs> yeah. A Quentin Tarantino Robert Rodriguez uh vehicle. Pretty good. Just bet. Shot him into stardom. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Um, that was incredible. Yeah. I hmm, I don't know if this is the kind of movie that really needs to be remade. Yeah. It's just yeah. kind of like what it is and doesn't just, need to be anything more than you that. You know it's going to happen. I know. I know. I, They're going to get desperate. It's going to be a Netflix um, original movie. Oh, don't do that to me. Don't do that. It's going to suck. I hate I, I would say like comparing this movie to like the rest of the stuff that Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez have done. Um, it feels like the gimmick is kind of the main attraction of this movie mm-hmm. where it's like two mm-hmm. movies made into one mm-hmm. and i really wish that they kind of elevated this material to more than it than what we got it, yeah. it, it it feels like they met expectations for what they were trying to do and didn't really try to break beyond those which, which it's kind of weird because that's pretty much what they've done most of their careers at least yeah uh for mo- most of their careers it's like with something like Reservoir Dogs or Pulp Fiction, Tarantino's trying to take like the crime drama drama and elevate it into something new. Mm-hmm. Um and it doesn't feel like that's what's happening here with From Dusk Till Dawn, where we're hitting the major beats of like a crime drama or a vampire movie or zombie movie, mm-hmm. but it, they're not really trying to do anything more than that, just uh, except to try to mash them together. Which is fine, but it's just like you no know, kind of a missed opportunity for me. How would you remake this movie? I know how I would remake this movie. Hmm. How would you remake this, Aaron? I'm not sure what I would do different, to be honest. Um, you know, you can modernize it a little bit to uh, take it out of the 90s. Um, but it just has this kind of like grit to it that is essential for Grindhouse, I yeah. think. Like, I'm thinking in the in the beginning when Quentin Tarantino, he's just been shot through the hand. And you just like yeah, see through it. Duct tape. Yeah, he sees through, and then he just like duct tapes it together, and then he's like 
doesn't even like pour whiskey on it. He like drinks it and it spits into it. Yeah. He's got his, <laughs> got his fucking foot out the window. It's like, Sweet. that's the kind of like macho grit and edge to it that you need for a movie like this. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know what I would change, to be honest. I know it can be done. You can, you can kind of elevate what these genres are above what uh, we currently got, but I'm not sure how I would do it, to be honest. For me, I really like Psycho. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of my most favorite parts of Psycho is in the beginning. I don't know if you two know about this, Doug and uh, Diego. But like in the beginning, the plot is about this woman stealing money from her employer. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. She goes in the yep. safe, gets it out, and she's on the run and she's like paranoid. Like, uh, am I going to get caught? And she stays at the Bates Motel and she gets killed. Famous shower scene. She gets killed. And after she's killed, the camera pans over to the bed where the money is. And it's like all that, the money, all that stuff didn't fucking matter. Yep. And then the movie, you know, becomes what it is, which is uh never seen Psycho. Gassy Psycho. Never, yeah. It's worth it. Okay. It's it awesome. worth it. You got it. Yes. You got it. It's black and white too, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, heck yeah. I've been watching a lot of black and white movies lately, actually. So, nice. Yeah. They actually made a TV show on it too but they did yeah it's It's pretty pretty good good. yeah it's pretty good so that's what i would do and apply it to from dust till dawn because like we have the MacGuffin, which is the money that they stole that they're trying to send to mexico i want Mm -hmm. some sort of scene where it's like yeah the money didn't fucking matter okay it's like no that matters and now it's just like we need to survive yeah i mean functionally that happens in this movie we kind of forget about the money to begin with character dies yeah. You have like George yeah. Clooney and yeah. then Quentin Tarantino and they're fucking dead. And then the main character is now the daughter. Mm. So it's like, oh, subversion. That's mm. the way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I dig that ending. Dig it. <laughs> I think I really liked the overall story and like the buildup of everything. I think the only thing that I really would want to see is just the, um, just the gore factor pushed even more. You know, it's just like this yeah. is probably the only thing yeah. I'd want to see updated because I think, um, what, there's, there's this concept for what things what makes things creepy is that they have like very humanoid aspect right so a teddy bear with teeth right and smiling yeah. teeth right so i feel like the the thought of kind of pushing like what harm could be done to a uh, a humanoid right to these vampires like a humanoid like kind of figure yeah. like something that would really push like the grind, that grindhouse greediness even more, you know, yeah. I think that's probably what would really make, you know, what would really make the remake. Cause at the end of the day, it's, it has that B movie grindhouse, like smutty, bloody, gory, like just fun. So if anything, you just got to up the ante, I feel like. Cause like with these vampires, they're like almost like lizard people. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. we need like, like what you're saying, like have like this uncanny valley type thing where it's like they're human but not really yeah yeah and it just makes me creeped out just relatable enough yeah 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 yeah. absolutely the the guitar made out of the dudes and torso that wasn't enough oh hey that was all practical effects too the band was that was pretty awesome yeah yeah I remember specifically seeing that scene. I was like, was that a body? <laughs> and they finally went back to it. I'm like, dude, that's a person. It's so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so wild. I loved it too. Oh my God. Yeah, that was fucked up. All right. Final question. Hit me. Would you recommend From Dust Till Dawn to a friend? Doug, I'll start with you. 
yes just i would just let them know that it's a grindhouse movie and be prepared for a lot it being very vulgar oh i wouldn't tell them a damn thing <laughs> yeah i'd same. be like we're watching a crime movie <laughs> 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 if my friend listen uh, you know if i if i told if, if i did a mummy again you know i took my friends to go see the mummy mm-hmm. the that tom was, cruise one the tom cruise one oh, i'm sorry i they, love they tom they have not let it down since then <laughs> i can't recommend movies to them anymore without explaining it oh. to them they're like yeah we don't, just don't trust you anymore, that's too bad Dad. oh man i'm sorry <laughs> And you're the screenwriter too. It's like, no, yeah. no I just, were, I told them it was going to be bad, and then they're like, yeah, no, that was terrible. And I was like, yeah, well, you, you made told me them. pay money for that. <laughs> yeah. Nah, you warned them. Screw that. <laughs> nah, nah, no way. <laughs> Sorry though, Aaron, you were you were going next. <laughs> oh yeah, I I would absolutely recommend it, but I would hope that they haven't seen it, and uh, if they haven't, I'd just be like, hey, it's like a crime drama heist movie. Mm-hmm. Tarantino's in it. You'll love it. Nice. And then just sit back and watch. Sit back and watch. <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. How about you, Diego? Oh, man. I saw this movie with, like, a, a good friend of mine. We've watched a ton of movies together, and he didn't say ish about this movie. And I was pleasantly surprised, and that is exactly how I would show this uh, movie to someone. Like, not say a thing. Like, hey, yeah, let's check out this movie. Um, and I don't know. I guess in a weird way, it's a... Uh, it's kind of also um, I've never really uh, like set up a movie to watch a movie with someone where it's like the twist is just going to catch them off guard. So I feel like this would be an absolute fun movie to do that with. So, yeah. Not yeah. wrong there. Yeah. 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 I would say this movie is not a solo movie. I don't know. I feel like hmm. this movie I would love to see with someone else who has not seen it. I think that's the perfect setup yes. to watch this movie again. Yes. So. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I watched it by myself, and you know, I was thinking like, man, if I was high with a bunch of other people right oh, now, we'd yeah. be having so much fun yeah. watching this. Oh, and yeah. like most of them haven't seen it, like, what the heck is going on? You know, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a wild movie. Yeah, yeah. I would recommend it. Honestly, this is like a group movie. Yeah, like yeah. you just said. Is it a Halloween movie? Ooh. <laughs> this is Halloween it season. is a Halloween movie oh, yes. bro. Yes. it is a Halloween yeah. movie yeah. Yes. yes very much I would say at the top of Halloween though because it, it's it's yes. almost as like it's almost as it's like uh, the month of October represents how close we are getting to Halloween yes. and then as closer as it gets right it's it intensifies this is the tease. so this is yeah this is the tease this is like <laughs> week one of Halloween movie okay. week the foreplay. Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> you start off with this and then you get, you know, more Halloweeny, more scary. Yeah, this is a this is a good like let's start off the season right. Mm-hmm. 100%. Hell yeah. Are you guys ready to close this out? Hell yeah. yeah. All right, let's yeah. do this. But that's it for this time on Syndicate. We hope you enjoyed yourself. We've been talking about from dusk till dawn. Please check it out where it is available and before we go, thank you guys so much for coming back to Syndicate. Yeah, of course. Had a blast. Where can people follow you? Where can they find you? They can find me on twitch.tv uh, backslash wow, it's a pop tart. Wow. <laughs> wow underscore it's wow, a pop tart. Uh, wow underscore it's a pop tart. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that name. My Xbox name was Look a Wookie. So it's oh, like I the end. Yeah, <laughs> okay. And we had a whole bunch of group. We had Look a Bigfoot, Look a Gurkha, Look a Monkey. Look at Kaiju. Modern Warfare 2, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. The Wild West. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Tell me about it. And where can they find you, Aaron? At WSTR Media. That is our Star Wars podcast where 
right now we're going to be talking about Andor, uh, unpacking mm. that show, which I'm super excited to do so. I haven't even seen a trailer. So I need I need your yeah, opinion on it. Go in blind. <laughs> really? Okay. Yes, go okay. in blind. Nice. It's nice. very much a, a different Star Wars show than anything we've gotten so far, okay, but awesome. it's also like everything I've been asking for in a Star Wars show. Been here. It's so, adults. Oh yes, it's very adult. adults. Okay, it's okay. awesome. So go I'm check that out we'll, right now, you guys. All yeah, I'm saying, we'll be talking about that like all month long. It'll be great. May have to get the Disney sub for a month with so. the Mandalorian, with Andor, just like with this movie we just watched. It always takes a Mexican to get the shit right. Oh yes, ooh, yeah, Diego Luna Diego and Luna. Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's like damn. Takes a Latino to uh, do the job right. Oh, yeah. Yep. Who's Pedro Pascal? He's again? the Mandalorian. He's Mando. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. He's, yes. got, he's got the bucket on his head. A yes. terrible way to mess it down. I don't blame you. He takes it off sometimes. I do love yeah. Pedro. He's Two times. Awesome, he's, yeah, yeah. In Narcos, he was great. I don't know if you all have seen the Narcos. I have not seen the Narcos The Netflix yet. Narcos show. It's pretty good. I, just, I talked some ish about the Netflix content earlier, but Narcos season one, smacks. It's Max. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Good yeah. to know. Check out Narcos, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And where can they find you, Diego? Um, I am. uh, He's off the grid. I'm a little off the grid as I'm hella busy with grad school. Um, But I would say, if anything, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, Once curated by Diego, now Diego. And that is Y-A-Y-Y underscore G-O. And that's pretty much it. Like Diego. 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 Great Fago. story about that. But. Do you drink Fago? I've never had Fago. <laughs> <laughs> Missing out, bro. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, but shit. I love orange Sunkiss, so I feel like I'm going to try orange Fago and be like, mm, it's not Sunkissed. Sorry. Oh, it's so much better than Sunkissed. Oh, yeah. Ooh, so, it, about ending hey. this podcast? No. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried the strawberry uh, Fago? Yeah. Oh, Is that the like the the one that the the jugglers uh-huh. praise? Yeah. The strawberry. I don't one? know how it. How I don't know. I, okay. Okay. I grew up on Fago, and oh. I learned that the ICP crew was like Fago. We shower with fucking. Let's go to the gathering. They were just trying to get the uh, that brand that brand ambassadorship. I bro. think so. Yeah. I think they wanted to be sponsored. And Fago was like, mm. oh, fuck that shit. Nope. Fucking weird. One day. All right, let's close this out. All right. But if you want to keep this conversation going, please add us on your favorite social media platform at Syndicate. That is Syndicate on Instagram and Letterboxd. Or you can join the Discord server at syndicate.com forward slash Discord where you can find myself along with other podcasters like everybody here talking about this movie and others. So please check that out where it is available and stop that scroll and spend more time watching. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.